Hello, and welcome to Teacher in Zion Podcast, a podcast for Christians, Mormons, ex-Mormons, and other Book of Mormon believers, or anyone questioning their faith or the church, with an emphasis on seeking the truth wherever it leads, but especially in gaining a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. This is your host, Doug Hatton, recording from a winter wonderland in the city of Independence, Missouri. Thanks for joining me today. Being only a couple of days before Christmas, I thought I would share just a few words as we approach the holiday, as well as the coming new year and the second season of the podcast. For some of you, this may be the happiest time of year. For others, it can be one of the saddest and for many different reasons. Personally, I have mixed feelings. As an adult, I enjoy spending time with family, but the holiday no longer has the same emotional impact on me that it once did. They say ignorance is bliss. Therefore, knowledge could be seen as a burden. Regardless, I prefer the truth to any fable. The truth is that Jesus was probably not born on December 25th. In fact, I think we could be fairly certain about that. Not overly important, I suppose. Otherwise, the Bible would have made a point to tell us. What we do know is that the Christmas holiday was first instituted by Pope Julius I in 336 AD. That day was selected by design, being that it was the winter solstice when many of the pagan gods, like Odin, were celebrated. In fact, December 25th is the same day pagans believe to be the birth of the god Mithras. The Church of Rome chose this, thinking that it would increase the chances of pagans throughout Europe embracing Christianity. But as with other Christian holidays, like Easter, Christmas would ultimately end up incorporating a number of pagan observances. The origins of the Christmas tree is one such example, and is actually spoken of in Jeremiah. Chapter 10, verses 2-4, through four, it says, Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen are dismayed at them. For the custom of the people are vain. For one cutteth the tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen, with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. People hate it when I tell them the Bible speaks against Christmas trees. I mostly do it just to get a reaction out of people. And I usually have a smile on my face when I broach the topic. My intent is never to get someone to stop putting up a tree. However, I do think it is important to occasionally take stock of what we do and why we do it, being an important part of intentional living. It behooves us to be curious and ask questions. By no means, though, do I condemn anyone for putting up a Christmas tree. It is, after all, simply one of the many traditions of our fathers. Most people don't understand its origin, and they certainly aren't trying to pay tribute to pagan roots. I also don't personally think that God holds it against us unless it really is our intention to celebrate paganism. However, even though we are innocent of any intentional sin, I do sometimes wonder how God feels about it. When I was a little child, Christmas was a magical time. I recall laying on my back under the Christmas tree, and with the living room lights turned off, I would stare up from beneath the tree, gazing at the red, green, yellow, and blue lights, while Silent Night played 
in the background. Despite the mix of Jesus and Santa Claus, Christmas trees and manger scenes, there was at the heart of it all an idea that permeated my spirit more than anything else. And that was the thought of angels appearing to shepherds, proclaiming, I bring you good tidings of great joy. For there is born to you this day in the city of David our Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The holiday music that always touched my heart and moved me in the deepest way was always the songs about the birth of the Savior. Not everyone has fond memories of Christmases long, long ago, and what is a time of celebration with friends and family for some can be terribly lonely for others. It is also known as a season for elevated depression. Some people who have lost family members or become estranged from them may keenly feel that loss at this time of year. Far too often, those estrangements from family or friends came as a result of religion. Religion is what man makes out of the good news of Jesus Christ, turning it from something that would set the captives free into a form of bondage instead, dividing people in ways that are ungodly. If you find yourself alone this holiday season, if you feel a great sadness growing within you, I implore you to give your heart over to Jesus, the maker of heaven and earth. He truly does love you in spite of any sin and regardless of how you feel about yourself or how anyone else feels about you. Christ loves you with a deep and abiding love, which is deeper than any ocean. Even so, our thoughts and our feelings could sometimes block us from being able to sense his love. We can unintentionally withdraw from his touch when we become consumed with negative energy, negative thoughts. Our mind becomes closed off from being able to discern his presence. Brothers, sisters, if you are hurting this holiday season, my heart breaks for you. Know that you are in my prayers. Open your heart to Jesus and feel after his presence. He is all around you and also within. If you have a pet, a dog or a cat perhaps, or some other animal, he is the love and the affection you feel from them. He is in the trees just outside your window. He is in the mountains and in the rivers and within the wooden framework of your home and the furniture you sit upon. He is even in the very air you breathe. For all those who struggle with concerns of faith or the church, know that there is a God. He is encapsulated in the person of Jesus Christ, being the way back to everlasting joy and purpose. He is the living embodiment of the truth. So hold fast to the truth above all the traditions of men or even the teachings of the church, for the truth will set you free. And by the truth, even the truth of Jesus Christ, we enter into the path of salvation and into the kingdom of God. If you find yourself struggling this holiday season, please reach out to someone. Talk to somebody. We were created to have interaction with others. If there is someone you trust or someone who will listen, reach out to them. Perhaps consider opening up to someone you don't even really know that well. Take a step in faith and make a new connection. If you don't know where to turn, you can email me at teacherinzion 
at gmail.com and let me know how you're doing. If you're feeling trapped and considering suicide in the U.S., call the suicide hotline 800-273-8255 or simply dial 988. There is help and there is someone who cares on the other line waiting to talk to you. Please believe me, you are not a burden to anyone, but rather you are a gift from God to the rest of the world. And we need you. I need you. The Lord needs you. I know what it is like to hurt, and I know what it is like to need someone to, at least on some level, understand what you're going through. If we are all members of a body, even the body of Christ, then when one of us is in pain, the rest of the body suffers. We were created to minister to one another in the love of Jesus. It is part of how we heal. If you haven't made a covenant with God yet, or if you had a relationship with him at one time, but have since strayed from the path, know that you are not only missed, but you are also greatly loved. He isn't angry with you. Like the parable of the prodigal son, the father's greatest desire is to see the return of his son or daughter. As we enter the second season of the podcast, we have some great interviews and interesting topics to discuss, which should be fun and uplifting. We will also have some difficult, more serious things to tackle. But for everything, there is a season. It remains my hope that this podcast will be a blessing to you as we begin a new year. And it is with eagerness that I look forward to the wonderful things God will do as the great awakening of his people continues. I'll conclude this brief episode by giving praise to Yeshua, Jesus Christ, who is the one true shepherd. I give thanks to the Lord as he continues the work of gathering his sheep into one fold. His sheep know his voice, and they come when they hear him calling to them. He loves them and does not gather them in order to place them in the care of some other man, nor does he give them over to any hireling. Neither does he gather us into some earthly institution, but rather he does gather us to himself. And that makes all of you my brothers and my sisters. Until next time, God bless. Join us for discussion in our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hope of Zion. Or at our YouTube channel, Teacher in Zion. That's the word teacher, space, and in Zion spelled as one word. My books can be found at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Douglas Hatton. That's H-A-T, like a hat on your head. T-E-N, like the number 10. Until next time.